This is New Encounter, a podcast hosted by Nick and Marissa, two film-loving pea brains. Join us weekly as we review and discuss the films from our never-ending watch list. Hello. Hello. Why do you sound like that? Because that's how you sounded. No, I said hello and you said hello. Oh, look, that's Pisces making noises again. Looking at birds out the window. I didn't even hear him. He was, you'll hear him. Dad, there's a bird outside. <laughs> Dad, there's a bird. He's outside. Welcome back, everyone. That's, that's what Pisces does. He stares at the window and just stares at the birds on the on the roof. You can see the roof. And he just cries. Please. I, I think he, I don't know if he's scared of them he do or anything. he just like hates them. I don't know, but he just, he just cries. Like, he's like I know he wouldn't oh, no. do anything if he saw a them bird. on the streets in real life. He wouldn't do anything. No, nah, he's, he's, he's a baby. He's a baby. He likes to act like he's so interested by the outside and he would be like a free wild animal, but he's a baby. He would die in the real world. He would die. The street cats out in the parking lot literally would run up on him in a second he would walk around just meow, 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 <laughs> crying for food <laughs> like to everyone yeah to every and then the thing street cats sees. would be like shut, shut up. up it's it's a garbage world out here go eat some trash they would eat him alive and he would just still stand there meowing for food <laughs> meow, i'm so starving please and then a bird would come by <laughs> and he'd be super scared and cry and they'd be like are you dumb it's a bird go eat it <laughs> The dumbest cat to live. He's still just staring at the window. But Miss Pink? Look at her. <laughs> just vibing. She's just sleeping. Moo and But, like, Pink she looks cute because she's not, like... Moo sleeps like that where his body is up, you know? But she looks like she's down. She's vibing. <laughs> I don't see Moo. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just saw his <laughs> His little double chin comes out. Yeah, I, t- I touched this drool. So, Ew. we bought this drawer from Ikea <laughs> like two months ago, maybe a month ago. Because Nick got a new desk, but he doesn't have any like cabinet like I don't space. have drawers, storage or anything. Yeah, like desk. storage space. And then I got his old desk, but I can't put any of my stuff in his old desk because he doesn't have the space to put it in his new desk. And then Corona made um ikea clothes and then they reopened and then arizona just wanted to all get furniture <laughs> that video is still so ridiculous so we ordered um one of the drawers online but it was like on back orders so it just arrived to us today it took a whole month and a half <laughs> oh i'm so sorry oh great and here we I go here we go um but i'm just so excited because i'm gonna finally have a desk I'm just not going to build it for another week. Yeah. Watch. Watch. <laughs> but this stupid desk, it's um, it's my desk, but we record on it. So I never have any space on it anyways. <laughs> but I also got this duvet cover. I know this is not relevant at all, but I got this duvet cover because we got a fancy blanket from Nick's dad. But it's itchy because the feathers come out. So I got a duvet cover to see if it makes it not itchy. But I read online that it doesn't matter, so I probably just wasted money but i didn't buy it and nick bought it it's okay in other news i also today found out that i'm gonna be working from home until june 2021 and here's the here's the fun part 
negates working from home. <laughs> working from home. I don't even think it's the working from home part. I think I hate the call center type job working from home. It's not fun at all. I think if I was doing like a like a project or like working on stuff where I'm on a computer, like how Selena is. Yeah. Or like like other people in like the- other people like my like <laughs> my dad world. and Jennifer or or my mom or something where yeah. they don't have to just sit sit on the on a phone waiting for calls to come in and your entire like workflow is dictated by these stupid customers <laughs> that call in and that that's just your entire workflow is just troubleshooting for them doing stuff for them it's just not fun at all to sit there and wait for a call i want to i work best when i'm multitasking so i put on like YouTube video, podcast, Twitch stream, all this stuff. I want to do, I want to multitask. He sometimes plays video games. We don't talk about that. Alongside <laughs> it. When there's like 20 minutes in between a call, I'll, I'll turn on my Xbox. <laughs> he plays Animal Crossing too. Yeah, that too. But it's not fun. And so. So here's the plan though. Since they're going to make him work from home anyways. It was like, what if I just asked them to let me work from home, but from Portland? <laughs> I doubt they'll let me because it's different incomes, state incomes and all that stuff. But I'm still going to ask. I feel like it's worth a shot. Like one person out of like a billion other of you little customer people. I'm pretty like sure they're just going to close like their one office. Of you just getting... They're just going to have all their people work from home. Yeah, it's, it's probably saving them so much money closing their office and just having everyone work from home. Well, most of the time, though, you still have to pay for the building. So like, yeah, but they don't have to pay for food in there for us. They don't have to pay for the they're just they the, right now. They're just paying for the space, but they don't have to pay for any of the extra stuff on top. That's of that. on them for putting a gym and a bar and <laughs> buying catering that was every week. Half of the reason why I took this job, because it was so similar to my job with Apple. But I was like, oh, this office space is so nice. Like this could help me do this job. And then COVID happened and then no one in the U.S. took COVID seriously. So now I'm working from home, from home until at least June. Another year. <sighs> But we'll see about that. I'm still waiting on a call back from another job opportunity. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> if um, not, let this podcast blow up. Let us work from home both. Boom, ba, boom, boom. Let me boom. be self-employed. We'll, Share this podcast with we'll your friends. We'll dedicate literally all our time to this. But it'd be so the much quality, more higher quality. Yeah, the quality. We'll even set up a studio space. Speaking That's of which, dream. Marissa created the discord yesterday oh i made a discord and it was the hardest thing of my entire life i spent what when did i start it maybe like at i can't believe it's that difficult it's i watched like a billion youtube videos (laughs) and i was like yeah there's like so much to it so much more to it yeah you can create a basic one you can easily just you can just throw it together a server up throw some channels in and be like i don't even want to know how complicated the servers are for like all the twitch streamers because that's what they use to communicate so mm-hmm. I don't want to know how complicated their Discord servers are. Yeah. And like, then you have to set up the roles and make specific like role assigned channels. And the and bots do and all these bots and have a moderator and all these other things, which we don't have any of uh, like real people moderators. Like real moderators? Yeah. But Just us, once baby. It, once it pops off a little bit, maybe then we can get some people to... Start working for us, but not pay them. 
share this podcast with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> or pay them if we if you guys <laughs> anyways but the we made the discord up. to be like a really cool just little hangout spot people chat about movies other junk um it'll kind of go off the patreon if you're interested in subscribing to the patreon patreon.com slash new encounter um if you're interested in hitting like that little subscription um service thing up you'll get exclusive content um all that junk and then if you get the highest tier membership that we have you'll get um what is it called like exclusive yeah the highest tier and then you'll get exclusive access to a secret channel within the discord that's only for the patron people so you'll have a secret spot where you can listen to episodes early talk about it with other people um we're gonna have like um little like director of the month type like events and stuff like that so lots of fun stuff planned for it but it's exciting we need people to join it yeah (laughs) (laughs) because so far it's just me and nick and i was i'm sending the invite link to my little sister later so (laughs) she could join it but that's still exciting to have our own discord server yes and like I said, share this podcast with your friends <laughs> so we can be more popular and actually have people to, to join it. To talk about movies with. The, the future is exciting. Because sometimes, you know, when people talk about movies, I've been in other Discord servers about movies, but like everyone's very serious. Oh, super analytical and stuff? Yeah, which is what we started this to not be. And sometimes I just want to say like, yeah, a movie sucked because that actor is ugly and i hate them <laughs> and someone not be like no this was the best performance and be pop boop boop and the maison sin <laughs> and i'm just like we don't have to mention the maison sin in every movie and that's what this place is for for us to just talk about 13 going on 30 <laughs> speaking of which today's episode we're it's talking love. about yeah love <laughs> Uh, we're talking about the Before Trilogy. Which, actually, I was mentioning at work that we watched these movies, and I was like, oh, the Before Trilogy. And she was like, oh, the the Wattpad series. And what? I said, no. What? Oh, no. Because the, the movie we watched with the Harry Styles Wattpad thingy. Remember yeah, the really bad? Yeah. Oh. There, it's <laughs> That's like, what they confused The first with? one is after, and the second one's like before. And like it's a, oh, it's a my series. God. And I was like... No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. So, not that series. <laughs> not that series. This, this is, is a different this series. This is the Before Much series. Much higher quality. Uh, the Before trilogy. So, three movies. Yes. Uh, before Sunrise, Before Sunsets, and Before Midnights. Yes. We love continuity. That's probably the most satisfying part of this trilogy is all the titles and how they go into each story that that tweet you sent me that the person made the title cards for those are pretty chef's I kiss really, i really want those fonts like i the just want little them calligraphy fonts yeah they were snazzy um before trilogy <laughs> by richard linklater linklater starring I, ethan it sounds like it's a fish like it sounds like a fish that would be in animal crossing <laughs> 
uh, directed by Richard Linklater and starring Ethan Hawke and Julie uh, Delpy. Julie Delpy. 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 Ooh, that'd be cute if it was pie. Little. Little pie. Julie. She can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because Julie rhymes with cutie. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Julie cutie. It, uh, it yeah, doesn't. It doesn't whatever. go at all. Uh, Anyways. Those are literally the only two people in this movie, in each, in literally every movie. And I didn't even know that she was in, um, the "But I'm a Cheerleader," which also we should, you should watch because it's on the Criterion Channel's little, um, streaming streaming thingy. But they're taking it off this month, so everyone's been talking about how they're taking it off. So we can do a free trial for it and go watch it. But she's the she's the lisp, lipstick lesbian in that movie, which I haven't seen it since I was like thirteen or something. I haven't seen her at all, but we'll probably watch it. Yeah, because we love lesbians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, this um, this trilogy or like series or whatever is really unique um, because it uses the same actors every 10 years, 9 years. It's like 8 years between the first movie, or no, 9, nine years. years between the first two movies and then 8 years between the last two. And I just think that's really cool because you're watching them grow up. Yeah. And it's not like these movies came out like three years, like right after each other. No, it's literally real time, nine years between the first two movies, eight years between the last two. And it's like Gilmore Girls getting a revival episode series. (laughs) Like you could just get to come back and just hop back into these people's lives that you got so attached to. But I think... I didn't get attached until the second movie. I feel like if I didn't know that there was a second movie coming out, or like if I watched the first movie initially, since I wasn't like I wasn't super big fan of it. Yeah. And if I saw that a second movie was coming out later, I don't know if I would immediately jump at the reaction to be like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna go watch it!" Yeah, it was so good. Well, I mean, I guess, but, I guess, yeah, because oh, we can explain like what it's about first. Yeah. <laughs> Um, quick synopsis of the first one, I guess. Let me do that real quick. Because the first one will lead into the second one and then blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so on his way to Vienna, American Jesse meets Celine, a student returning to Paris. After long conversations forge a surprising connection between them, Jesse convinces Celine to get off the train with him in Vienna. Since his flight to the U.S. departs the next morning and he has no money for lodging, they wander the city together, taking in the experiences of Vienna and each other. So, they spend a whole night in Vienna. It's literally... Did you know... Oh, well, you didn't know because you guys don't know. But when we were watching it, Nick literally was... Like, <laughs> I was, was just like, confused. With why my, do they I was keep confusing speaking myself. German? They're in Italy. And I was like, Vienna is not in Italy. It's in Austria. <laughs> but he, he, but I was so, he I was literally so... just stopped just the middle of the movie. And was like, why does everyone keep speaking German if they're in Italy? <laughs> And we, oh, we also watched this with my little sister um, because she was hanging out with us at the house. Oh, and yeah, I, I was like, was I was like, yeah, watch this movie with us. She was asking us about the other two. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're going to have to wait. We'll just go <laughs> listen to the episode. So it's it's the movies are all about them, too. And it's they're not normal movies like they don't have. No, yeah, it's there's there's no score. 
Yeah, I think the, the only the before first, midnight was the only one I noticed where there was actual like music playing. Yeah, and there's scenes. not really other characters that they interact with. It's just them two. Except like one or two. Like they don't have conversations with people unless it's like a small tiny thing because it's like a person on the street or something like that. Like Which they do a lot a lot of in the first movie. Yeah. The but first like, movie probably has the most a majority of the movies like them just talking back yeah. and forth. That's all the all three of these movies is just them having a conversation. And the first one's wandering the streets of Vienna. Second one is Paris. And then third one is Greece. Greece in their hotel room mostly though. Yeah. Well, kind of throughout the way to the hotel room too. Yeah. But But um, there's no plot really. It's I mean the plot it, is I'm, them. The plot is forming this deep connection this and love with a feeling, stranger. Feeling like a like someone knows you <laughs> and connecting to someone that There's you no, didn't know that you could connect this well with. Yeah. The like, only conflict is time for them. Basically. Because they're always running against the clock, ex- except for the third one. But the main two, the first two, they're running against the clock because they have a flight to catch. Also, before we continue with, like, with this conversation, this episode will be full of spoilers because it's very hard to talk about the trilogy that which bounces off that last movie without spoiling basically the second movie. Because True. the second movie is the one where it's like, yeah, whoa. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there will be tr- there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. Very sorry, but but I mean it, we you, still recommend you know to it's go a trilogy. watch it. Everyone knows it's a trilogy, so they they know they know something goes on. Yeah. to get to a third movie. We'll try not to be too specific, I guess. But I mean, we're, we're no, gonna, I have to talk. Yeah, about we're gonna talk about the endings. <laughs> yeah, never mind. It's gonna be spoiler. No, yeah. The more I thought about it, I was like, damn. Okay, maybe the second one is really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That one's my favorite, though. But, like, I was... When I was making the little collage and stuff like that, and I was thinking about it, I was like, it's so cute, because she's like... (laughs) Anyways. Let's, I guess, talk about the first one. Let's start with the first movie. first one. Yes. They're on a train. So, yeah. um, The movie starts off, Cutie Pie, on a train, Miss Celine. She reminds me a lot of Pink. (laughs) Very um, proper. Posh. Just a little Miss Fancy Pants. I think. I guess I'll preface it by saying Selena is literally the best character. She's yeah, (laughs) hands down, amazing, brilliant, intelligent. Just her mind is so powerful. So powerful. Jesse, just a stupid American, (laughs) literally hated him while watching this movie. Literally hated him. The third movie. But, um, oh, I'm so sorry. I hit the cord. I'm so sorry. Um. it starts off, Celine's on the bus, not the bus, the train, reading a book. This couple who's like most likely in their 40s or like that, 50s. that area-ish, mid-marriage like range, you know. Yeah. You know you know the vibe. They start fighting they're in German. They're arguing back and forth in German. In German because they're in Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets up, moves from her seat and sits across from Jesse. And then he's like, uh, are you reading? And she's like... What's up, girl? He's, he licks uh-huh. his lips and... He's literally What's like, up, girl? <laughs> hey, are you reading a book? I'm reading a book. And then he asks her to go, like, to another little car where they can go eat dinner or something like that. But they just start off just talking to each other just so openly about all this just deep stuff that I'm like, if I was on the train with someone, I would not just immediately start talking about my dead grandma seeing a rainbow something something... Like, that's a lot of their conversations in all three movies. Yeah, just They're very just like, deep. Like it's deep. like those three a.m. type. I've read text a couple reviews stuff. that were like, 
the 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 dialogue can be kind of pretentious at times. No, yeah, because they're, they're just only talking about like no one deep talks stuff. like that. Come on, <laughs> like at times, like and uh, when we talk about the third movie, that's where I'll talk deeper about it because no one talks like that. <laughs> sometimes, like sometimes I'm like deep into their conversations in these movies, and that's like the second one. But that's I, where I like. It's their so conversations weird more. too because a lot of people too were like I saw reviews saying that people were like, oh, like the dialogue is so realistic because they have such easy like casual back and forth and like yeah their delivery and everything is yeah but it's just like i don't know like the The conversations itself but yeah maybe we're just stupid i think immediately (laughs) he immediately talks about like his grandma dying and seeing her ghost and like all this stuff and then it's just very deep conversations and i'm like that would never happen. I would never just immediately start talking to a stranger about all this stuff. I would be like, yeah, I um, have cats. I have cats. <laughs> I'm over here in Europe because I hate my life. And I, um, and that's part of it too. They learn a lot about each other, but not like the usual stuff. Not yeah. like everyday stuff. Not it's like, like, Oh, what's these, your favorite this color? This deep stuff, their deep experiences and the way they think about the world and stuff like that. And not like, Oh my God, you chew with your mouth open. When you eat, like, yeah. you, you're rude to better. waiters. It like, helps them fall in love better. I guess. I but guess. I'm just like, damn. What if he picked his nose or he did something gross and, like, she would never know? Because he just immediately won her over with snazzy talk. But Yeah, he wins her over, like, in the beginning. He's like... Yeah, he literally is just what like... What if I'm a... He t- says I'm a time traveler, right? No. Or he's from the future. He says something about time traveling. He's like convince her because he asks her to get off the train and like he's trying to tell her like, oh, well, what if you're married in your future and you hate your life? And then you're just like, oh, wow, maybe I should have got off the train that one time with that boy who asked me because things would be so different. And he's just already just like thinking of the future and thinking, which this was also in like my review that women a lot of the time are portrayed very romantic, like as romantics like very dreamy blah 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 always thinking hopeful towards love but really it's jesse in this entire (laughs) series because he's the one who's like imagine this you hate your life you hate your husband and we were meant to be together like he's the one putting all these like hopeful hopeful ideas in her head which doesn't help because in the first movie celine is a complete romanticizer she's so like full of love full of life has such bright like ideas for her future and like she's very hopeful yeah very very hopeful which is amazing because that's what makes her such a great character (laughs) and they get off and they explore the city together um still just digging deep in those talks yeah they literally don't have like a a moment of silence except when they're in that little like um oh yeah that seems good the sound but they go into a record store And they, they go into like a listening room to listen to records and they're just, it's like a five foot by five foot room. And they're just and they're standing, standing like next right to next to each other listening to this song. The and song was really good too. I yeah. saved it and it said that the artist who wrote the song, the Richard found that song, loved it. And I guess she was going to stop making music or something like that. But since he loved her work, he was like, no, keep making music. And, oh, damn. and she like, he made her music blow up basically because he nice. put it in her his movie and it's like the only song in the movie <laughs> that's a good scene though because they finally it was a really <laughs> it was a really cute 
scene. They and shut up, and you can tell that, like they just want to they want to kiss wanna each other. Out. They want to kiss each other, and but they're like so unsure of it because they're they just met like less than an hour ago. That's like good storytelling right there, or at least like good character work. And then it's just so cute because they just like, keep they looking keep exchanging at each other. Glass, glances, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like one will like look at the other, looking. and then one looks away. Yeah, and one then... looks away, and then the other one looks. Yeah, it's very good. it's very butterfly starting stages of a relationship type of feel because you're just it's very nervous like you can feel it like you're yeah. like oh it's so cute <laughs> uh one of the other things i wanted to mention was for fucking jesse shutting down all of celine's thoughts on the people around them which is why i hate them <laughs> which have no i guess can also okay so the first one is the palm reader right um i feel like there was another scene before that where he kind of like is it the Just actors? Kind of. Maybe. When, when they, they ask him to like invite them to the play or something. Yeah. Like well, I don't think he says anything about it. About but I about feel them. like he said something where it was just like shooting down the idea, basically. But yeah. it wasn't like completely true until the palm meter scene when he like officially was like, ha. <laughs> they're ah. so they're so different in that aspect where uh, Celine. So there's a they're at a restaurant outside. And there's a palm reader going around just getting money from people reading their palms and stuff. A very and touristy trap. We get it. Whatever. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> um, and so the palm reader goes up to them, reads Celine's palm. Tells her she's a powerful woman. Yeah, she's going to be all a powerful this, woman, like, all this stuff. really cool, great stuff. Like, if I heard it, I'd be like, cool. Okay, cool. Affirmations for me to think about. Cool. And then reads Jesse's palm for like two seconds and was like, he's still learning or still growing or something like that. Yeah. And he's um, like, ha, you believe that hooey pooey? And Selena's like, yeah, she's, she said I was going to be a powerful woman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Selena's all like, she's not entirely into it, but she's not like shutting it down. Yeah. She's just like, she, ha- she's very open minded. Yeah. She's like, cool. Like if someone believes in this thing and then it comes true, cool. But he's, I feel like Jesse was very black and white where it's either like, it is this thing or it's not this thing. Even though he's going on and on about reincarnation, which he talks about in another, in one of the other movies again. And I'm like, bro, get reincarnation out of your brain. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> but he basically shuts the palm reader down. Is like, oh, she's just trying to get a quick buck. Like, she just scammed you. Like, blah, blah, blah. She read my palm for two seconds. Doesn't even know me. And stuff like that. And so it happens multiple what times throughout the What am I still learning where, about? I, I'm <laughs> where Celine smart. is like talking about these people. And is like has like admiration for them, and then Jesse's like, "Nah, you're stupid and believing that you stupid idiot." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's because you're French. And the other one is there's they're walking down the river, and there's a guy just writing poems, and he's like, "Give me a word, and I'll write a whole poem. And if you like it, you can buy it. And if not, then you don't. <laughs> you don't give me. Or he said, if you like it, you can give me whatever money you want. That you decide the price. And if not, then buy." whatever and so he writes it and it's they all gave this, him a milkshake yeah they gave him a milkshake and he wrote like a nice poem about it was it. really yeah it was, really it was a nice. good one and then at, Celine was like oh yeah that was that was really nice gave him money and jesse was like i bet he writes that same poem and just replaces <laughs> the word with whatever word they say and it's the same poem every time and so it's like he can't he doesn't trust people maybe like he doesn't think people are genuine ever that's what i got out of it but yeah. they're so different because, like, Celine admires these she, people. She just accepts basically everything that comes to her. Which and is part of, like, her hopeful romantic 
personality. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It helps each one of them see different points of view, though. I guess that could help their love for each other. Yeah, I guess opposites attract. But watching this first film, I did not see any chemistry between them at all. Like, the (laughs) entire time I was cringing at anything Jesse said, shooting her down, all this stuff. And I was like, bro, why are you falling in love with each other? (laughs) If this dude's just shutting you down and shutting down your whole beliefs. It just didn't make sense to me in my brain that by the end of the movie, they were like... Oh, I love you so much. I'm going to miss you so much. Let's meet again. Didn't make sense. I, I was like, but, I don't I don't know how I feel <laughs> about these movies. I, I don't really think I like this. I, I think I enjoyed the first one, but I was excited. Throughout the whole time, I was like excited for the second one. Because I don't know why in the back of my brain, I was just like, I feel like the second one's going to be a lot better because they're going to be reuniting. Because all I knew was that I felt the like it was going to be better because um, we had already gotten to know these characters, which is what I think That's, yeah, exactly helped that too. the second movie a lot more because I knew about them and then their lives were completely different from their hopeful 20-year-old visions, yeah. which, is, which is very scary because I'm 20 years old <laughs> and I'm going to be old one day and probably be just like them and hate my life. So, I hate watching movies with grown-ups. <laughs> At the end of the first movie, it's time for the, him to go. He has his flight, and she has to get back on the train to go to Paris. And they're like, oh, let's let's come back a year from now. And they're like, no, 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 six months from now. And she's like, it's going to be December. It's going to be cold. And he's like, no, 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 six months from now, right now, six months. So they agreed to come back to that exact spot six months from the day. December. In December. And that's where it's left off they and, agree to that date, they, like, but they don't... Kiss, they kiss and go, yeah, goodbye. They, but they don't trade any phone numbers, no yeah, contact they, information. They were very silly saying that they didn't want to exchange um, contact information because they were like, oh, we'll talk for a little bit and, and then, then drift out. apart, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, it's just not worth it. Let's keep this... Oh, my God, there's another hiccup. Let's keep this, like, momentum and, like, this... Not, like, mystery, but... Like, this special thing just between them and not yeah. try to prolong it and mess things up. And so, yeah, so they decided just, they to... they disagree six months from now. They'll meet back in Vienna again. And no contact information Selena at all. Selena's... She just hops on the train, heads on over. Jesse has to hop on a plane all the way from Texas. <laughs> and Yeah, all she has to do is do a plane ride, but he's got to fly all the way over there. Yeah, a train ride and then... It's not a fair trade. And he's like, <laughs> okay, agreement. I will do it. I will do it. And then they, that's the movie. That's what it ends. It just, bloop, ends off. And then the second one. The second one. Starts off with Jesse being a successful author. Author, king of books. And you find out he wrote a book about their trip in Vienna. Yes. This man romanticizing everything. <laughs> a literal little daydreamy type of boy. Like, he is obsessed. Which it's so just, I guess, refreshing as well to see men in love, like actually in love. Yeah, instead of like being the cold-hearted well, dude, that, uh, like hard to get. Kind of. Hard to connect with. Yeah, and who's like so distant from love and doesn't believe in love yeah. and all this stuff. But but he's just all in. He's just like, you know what? No, I, I love her. <laughs> I love her. And so, yeah, he writes this book. Like, recollecting the entire night, talking about all the cutie pie stuff and falling in love. And it's beautiful. Everyone loves it. He's on a book tour. Yeah, he's on a book tour. He's in in Paris. Paris. 
And you know who you know else who is in Paris? in Paris? Who lives in Paris? Why did she just echo me like, <laughs> like <laughs> Animal Crossing? <laughs> um, Celine. Celine lives in Paris. And it's just so funny that literally he just, he looks over. And she's just there. Boom. She's just in the aisle Even of the book. my heart was like, oh. <laughs> like, I thought she was going to come up to him after like he was done or something. Like, she was going to come up and be like, can you sign this for me? And like be like weird or something but no he literally was just like yeah in the middle of his like imagine if he didn't look over at her would she have gone up to him yeah or would she have just been like well it was nice to see him let's go (laughs) like scare herself out of it you know yeah i feel like i was thinking of that and i was just like wow it could have been all different if he didn't look and like then it would have just been another one of those things where they were in the same place and missed each other again which we will go over in a second because they (laughs) talk about it a lot uh, so yeah, this one takes place nine years later. They're all grown up. He's an author. She's in Paris. She's a little environmentalist. Powerful woman. Powerful woman. That palm reader was correct. <laughs> uh, and they reconnect. And I, this one is my favorite one. Uh, he, ha- they have much less time in this one because he has to get on a plane. Um, at night. At night. And they meet in the like afternoon. Like, yeah, it's they probably, don't say what exact time like it was. 11 or 12. I would his- say like 12 o'clock. He, they told him he needed to get on his, or, like, head to the airport at 7. 7, yeah. But he, he was like, my flight doesn't leave until, like, 9. I'm just going to be sitting I'm at the airport sitting, reading magazine reading in that for an hour at the airport. Blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. Maybe it was, I feel like, it felt like they had a really long time, like, because they were just fucking talking forever again. But it probably could have been, like, 4 o'clock. And they spent, like, 3 hours. True. So we don't actually know. It's the but. shortest movie out of all three. Yeah, it was very short. But so she was like, hey, you, I thought this was you. I read this book and it was it was oddly familiar. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't know it was him because like they didn't exchange last names or anything. She just knew his first name. So when she first heard of it, she was like, oh, I, maybe it is him. And then it was him. Yep. And so then she just said she was kind of not stalking him, but she was just keeping eyes on because the she noticed his name at the bookstore that she always goes to and she read up on an article on him and she just read into his life so i guess you could say she stalked him she stalked him (laughs) and the biggest question for this movie is did they meet in vienna six months later like they agreed to yeah because it you go in it wondering like hmm did they and then it's been all these years and they just Maybe that last time was the last time they saw each other and it just didn't work out that now it's this many years and they're just like, oh, hey. Because when it first starts, they're, they're reconnecting like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. Like, whoa, I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah. So obviously it's implied they didn't. Well, it's kind of implied because like they it, could still it technically. It could have been like that maybe was they, the last time yeah, they Yeah, maybe they did meet each other six months later and then they just didn't like each other. <laughs> yeah. But then they go on to say like, oh, yeah, we I didn't go because my grandma died. Yeah, Celine's grandma died, like, literally. That, like, two days before. Two days before, and so she had to do the... The funeral was the day of that they agreed to come back. Yeah. So she couldn't go. And Jesse's like, yeah, no, no, I didn't go. go." No, no. Fucking nerd. Only nerds would go. (laughs) And she was like, I had this whole excuse with my grandma, you know, but what was your excuse? And he was like... He said, actually, I went. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) Hot, so, you little loser. You came all the way over here to see me. <laughs> so yeah, that must have sucked. Yeah. Because like being we said, all by he, had him, fly, he had a fly being all, all by himself. All the way himself. from Texas. And he said like his he borrowed money from his dad and his dad was mad at him. And yeah. was like, 
all French girls are the same or <laughs> be careful with French or something like that. And she was like, how many French girls does your dad know? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he doesn't know any. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, they go hanging out, like go to a little coffee shop. They're talking about basically their lives now as grownups. And she's like, oh, I do environmental stuff. He's an author, blah, blah, blah. Very, like, very small talky. Yeah. And then, I don't know, they talk about passions or something about, like, that, too. And then he says he doesn't, like, feel feel it or something like that. Like, feel that way. And she was like, oh, isn't that a sign of depression? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. She's like, are you depressed? Teehee. No. <laughs> but then later, basically, she comes out as she's the one who's depressed, basically, because she's fucking crazy. She's not crazy. She's not crazy. We don't use that word. Selena's changed a lot since the movie. So she was that hopeful romantic in the first one. But in the second one, basically, it's all gone. Yeah, it's all gone. She's not hopeful. It's like like that one night in Vienna ruined her entire life because they didn't. She says that too. She says that he took took it all from her. Yeah. He took it. He took all her her love out of her body. They left it in Vienna. The whole, she literally has a breakdown in the car. so sad. Yeah, she has a whole breakdown in the car where she's, like, crying and yelling at him. And But that's skipping ahead. We're still at the coffee shop. Oh. I don't know what else to say about the other stuff. Um, in oh, you between, know what? Actually. He, he's married. <laughs> he's married, and he keeps flirting with her, and he's like, oh, which also, they talk about sex so much in the oh, last yeah, two movies. Oh, yeah, this one's all about sex. Yeah. This one is completely all, because they didn't, oh, wait. They, they did in the first they movie. They did have sex in the first movie at the very end in the park. Twice, she says. Yeah, but <laughs> she was like, oh, you made up a lot of stuff in the book. Like, we didn't have sex. And he was like, yeah, we did. And she was like, no, we didn't. And she keeps telling him, like, yeah. they didn't do it. And that, like, they remember things differently and just all this stuff. But it reveals that she did remember and she was just repressing the memory yeah. because she loves them so much. And Ew. she has she has a boyfriend also. Yeah, he's a photographer, a war photographer. Yeah. And, and Jesse's married with a kid. Yeah, dude is married with a kid. <laughs> but he doesn't care because he's just living out this romantic life in and other countries. Just roaming about on on a book tour. With his soulmates. But he, he mentions that she got pregnant first and then they got married. Yeah, like he, he was like... Like yeah. that was pretty much the only reason they got married. Yep, we just got married, basically. Ma'am. I'm sorry, but it goes on to reveal that they're both incredibly unhappy in their little grown-up lives, like, beyond unhappy. And all they think about is that night in Vienna. Yeah, like, that night literally ruined it their entire lives because it was so great, and they've never felt that connection to another person, which I mentioned earlier. This movie's all about connections and how hard it is to connect with people, blah, blah, blah. Because that's all they talk about. They're like, wow, it's so hard to connect with people. Because <laughs> no one is just as galaxy brain intellectual as I am. <laughs> and Celine mentioned something too about like not wanting to replace the past. I don't know. She said this really pretty thing that, that everybody always quotes because like she's just very smart. A lot of the stuff she says is just very... Yeah, two poetic. movies in, she's still the best character. Very poetic. Spoiler she's just, alert. She's just so smart. Everything about her. If I could be any character in the universe of the world, it would probably be her. She fulfills my French girl dreams. Oh, now Moo is looking out the window? Oh, because the neighbors are outside fighting. Oh, cool. So, 
Sorry. If you, if you hear, hear them fighting, very sorry. They they do it a lot. I'm surprised they haven't been. Oh well, you, we usually stop it oh, yeah. when they start yelling. They're not too loud yet, but sorry if you hear them a little bit. They're the worst neighbors in the world. They they know it's here, so <laughs> they're gonna come out looking for it. <laughs> according to our neighbor, um, but yeah. And then Celine is the best character. I would love to be Celine. Uh, Jesse's she just reminds horny me of everything that I wish movie. I could be. Jesse's super horny throughout this whole movie. Literally is like, let's have sex <laughs> on this park bench right here in this park. Uh, oh yeah. What does she say? She's uh, I forgot what the, what he says because he's like, oh, if we were in the hotel room or something, and then she's like, well, what's why would we have to? Why would we be in a hotel? Oh, he says something about like having sex all day in the hotel room. No, I can't remember properly. But she's like, why would we have sex in the hotel room? Why not this park bench right here? And he's like, <laughs> and he runs over to the park bench and drags her. And he's like, okay, let's. And he's just super horny. And I'm like, sir, you are married. <laughs> yeah, he's married. Calm down, Cobb. Doesn't care. But I guess that's part of his character, too, because he's so like obsessed he did. with her. Yeah, he's obsessed with her. He never got over her. And he only got married to he's his other girl. He's trying to risk girl. it all uh, for and- this one time with her. I was just a lot more into their conversations this time because because I knew them so much better from the first movie. So it was nice to see how much they've changed and like their whole thoughts have changed. Like like how we said, Celine is now not a hopeful romantic. Yes. And Jesse's just all depressed, but Celine is also depressed because of that night. Yeah, but she doesn't she doesn't let him know that basically in the movie until the very end. Yeah. When they're in the car, um, heading to the the. Well, they're going home. to the the airport, but first they're taking Celine home from before they go to the airport because they Oh, wait, before that, about. too, what I like is that they constantly are, Jesse's constantly like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, please, please. Like, yeah, just he's trying, trying to, to push it back further because he wants to spend more time with her. So, like, he's like, oh, let's go on this boat down the river. I've never been on these. And then he's like, I can have them meet me at the end of the stop or whatever. And then once they get there, he's like, oh, let's take you home, let's take you home. Come on, let's go. And then when they get to, they get to her apartment, he's like, "Let me walk. Play you me to a your song. Door. Let me walk you to your door. Play me." And then when they're walking to the door, he's like, "Play me a song in your room. In your room. Play me a song on your guitar." Yeah, he he's literally trying so hard not to let this moment go, and he's trying to take as much of this time between them, so that if this is their last time seeing each other, like this is all he gets. He's yeah. He's collecting it all. Because, I mean, the synopsis for, for this one is that they have one night to really find out if they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he's kind of, like, pushing it at his departure further back. Which, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, I still feel like, technically, they shouldn't be together. <laughs> but this movie cemented the love for me. Because... They take her home. She explodes, has a breakdown, talks about how he ruined her life, basically. She can't be in any relationship because nothing, she just doesn't feel. That's why she's with her boyfriend, who's never around because yeah, she can't be with him, like, basically romantically. She doesn't feel. It's very emotionless. And then this bitch is depressed. She's depressed. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm not happily married either. <laughs> I hate that bitch. He doesn't really say he hates her, but he's like, I'm not happily married. And she was like, wow, when I read your little article, I thought you were, your life seemed so perfect. But she's like super upset too, because all the men that she's been oh, yeah. with, she's that, she's that girl that 
changes them and fixes them for yeah. the better and then they go and marry <laughs> they another get girl. They married and they call her and they're like, "Thank you so much. You helped me. You taught me how to taught me treat how to love. women right." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, they I'm not, so a, she I'm not always, a bad guy anymore. So she always feels like she's they Shut up, neighbors, please. <laughs> Uh, so, so they always break up with her and then they find her, their true love after her. And so Jesse is one of those. She feels like Jesse is one of those cause he gets he, married. He basically was the first one. Yeah. He was the first one to do it. <laughs> um, and it, it's just a very sad scene. Yeah. Like you feel for Celine, you feel for her. And he tries to like comfort her and, he, and she's like, don't touch me. And then he tells her about this dream that he had where she's pregnant I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't either. like it. We won't talk about <laughs> it. He kind of ruined the vibes in there. Yeah, literally, <laughs> he ruined the vibes. Like, he was like, Yeah, I had this dream where you were pregnant and you were on the naked, bed naked. Pregnant. <laughs> we're just like, Bro, get okay. The, get it out of your brain already. And it's so weird. Do you, so, if he thought of her and he's had this dream, is he like a grown man thinking of like a 20 year old Celine? Yeah, probably. Naked and pregnant because that's the yeah, last person. Because that's the last of time her, he saw her. Yeah, that he's had in his head. Yeah. But. So they get to her apartment. He's and like, like I said, he's he's. She mentions earlier in the film that like she'd like to play guitar more and stuff like that. Yeah, and paint. And paint and like just live a cutesy life. You know, you know how cutesy people do. So they get to the apartment. He's like, "Hey, why don't you go play me a song?" She's like, "You gotta go to the airport." And that's when he's like, "Nah, I'm just gonna be sitting. Go play me a song. Let's go." So they go to her apartment. It's very cute. I I think I've decided. Also, off topic, that apartments, like, the minimalist style is just not for me. <laughs> like, uh, Twitter always, like, talks about, like, minimalist, and everyone's always, like, big on minimalism and just, like, having nothing in your home and just being, like, very plain and boring. But I feel like seeing my white Nana's house and, like, how much junk, not junk, because she wasn't a hoarder, but, like, just picture junk. frames everywhere <laughs> and, like trinkets and stuff like that i feel like that's exactly how i need to live my life <laughs> and that's how i want my house to look like when i picture our house in portland it's beautiful just full of junk it's not junk <laughs> it's cutie pie stuff but that's exactly that's exactly how her house like her apartment looks it's just, just it's very lived in yeah and i want i feel like lived in is a is a home it's a vibe i want a home i don't have a home tears okay <laughs> So, so he she plays, plays she plays him a song. She's like, oh, I only have three songs that are in English. One's about my cat. One's about something else. One's a dance. Or, no, one's about. One's about something else. And then she's like, uh, and then I have a waltz. Yeah, a waltz. And he's like, okay, uh, just, just sing one. She goes, okay, I'll sing you a waltz. <laughs> and she sings it to him. And, and it's, it's such a it's cute, about it's him. a cute song. And it's she, such like, a cute song. She name drops him. Yeah, and then she he mentions that thing again. And he's like, do you just change the name for all the other guys <laughs> you bring up here? But it's such a cute song. Like, she's song. singing in. And I was like, yep, this is it. This is, <laughs> this, this, is, this, is it. Is, this is where my heart is. It's in it. It's in it to win it. And then she starts talking about a singer. I forget who, but like a singer. A singer. Um, and she's like she's, mimicking her. She went and, to like go see her live. Yeah. And so she's she put on the album and this is the first song in the movie, not including her song. Yeah. So like it's the the first song song. Like the last movie had the other song in the record shop. Now they're in her house and she's dancing around talking about like, oh, so she like will walk over to the stage, stop singing, like talks to some fans and then just pick up singing. 
just just dancing around. And it's very cute. And he's just sitting on the couch, just watching her. Just admiring her. And that you can tell, like, this, he loves her. Like, this yeah. is it. Like, he's head over heels. He's, done, he's just, sealed. He's staring at her, just it's cheesing. He's cheesing on the inside. It's a done deal. And, and she's she, like, she wags her little finger. And she's like, baby, you're going to miss that plane. And, and he's he like, says, I, I know. know. <laughs> and then it fades to black. And it's the best ending. I saw someone on Letterboxd say that his I know is the is more iconic than Star Wars. Solos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and said, honestly, you might be on they you, might be onto something. You might be on something. because <laughs> uh, yeah, it just fades to black and you're and you're, you're right. left you're left with this thing because uh, no one knows that there's gonna be a, a third movie. I would like, be hundred percent okay if there wasn't a third movie. Because it, it ends been that fine. well. It's just implied that yeah, they're, he's gonna miss together? that fucking plane. <laughs> he's he said fuck my wife and my kid <laughs> he's okay with missing the plane he's okay he doesn't want to go home he wants to be with her and, and that's exactly all implied from that i know and that's all we need if that if this series ended on that movie if it was the before movies just before two movies i'd be okay with it but but there's a third one <laughs> but this guy had to go and say let's make a third movie because you got to do things in trilogies you always got to do a trilogy and now they're they're old they're, so the last they're one is before old, midnight. Old, they're and not they're, old, old, but they're they're, old. they are old because it's another nine years. Yes, and they're old. They're old. <laughs> I think the second movie. So twenty. They were thirty. They're, they're about forty. They're forty something. Forty something. They're old. They're old. <laughs> they're they're but in the part where back around to that first movie, married couples. Who the married fight. couple fighting in that train. That's them. Which also in the first movie, when the couple is fighting, they mentioned that like there was some study or something where when you're married, women start losing like the oh, low stop, octave. They stop, they stop hearing the low frequencies. And then the men stop hearing like high frequencies. And that's how, that's how marriages stick together because they are ignoring each other, basically. Yeah. And Celine, that's her, the very first scene where she shows that she's hopeful. And she was like, oh, well, like I would hope not like i would hope that's something that doesn't happen like i would just hope yeah. that they're still in love and blah 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 but this last movie they are old and <laughs> they're it's married just, it's well it's married. much more realistic than the other two the other two are dreamy cutesy pulling on your on your love feels. Oh, yeah, first they're totally fantasy yeah because the first one is like yeah you're spending this whole night you fall in love with someone a, str- a complete stranger Second one is, it's, it's what just, are the odds it's that... It's like a dream that this would happen. Like it's yeah. only in movies and books that these things ever occur. No one would ever reconnect with someone. That long. That find lo- them. Oh, nine years later. We didn't even mention in the second movie that they had multiple times where they could have interacted or met again because she moved to New York and oh, he yeah. was living in New York. And he was like, one t- on my wedding day, I thought I saw you walking into this deli and it on was on 13th and Broadway. And, Broadway. and she was like, I lived on 11th and Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 100% her. And it's just so crazy that they could have had all these chances to meet before. And they just miss each other every time. And just his book tour is what. Yeah. Like, so that part's not exactly dreaming because, like, she hunts. She yeah, she hunts him down, him basically. Down. But, but like, just the fact of them reconnecting was dreamy and, like, fantasy-like. Um, but this one just explores their relationship now because now they're officially together yeah they're officially together old um they're staying in greece uh because he has an author friend 
Yeah, he hasn't. He's working on writing man. a new book or something. Yeah, he's working on a new book. He's already written another book, and it's about their second time together. Yeah, <laughs> but this one involves much more sex. Yeah, because he says like in the book, he says that after that, I know they ha- they close the blinds and they have sex all like the entire all like, night. week or yeah. something like that. I, th- I swear he says yeah, like all week. <laughs> Which this is a a huge problem in the relationship. First off, like as a as a whole, Celine already kind of hated it. The first time, like... Um, Him writing about her. Yeah, in the first book, or the first movie. Second movie, first book. She yes. mentioned something <laughs> about, like, reading about yourself from someone else's, like... Point of view. Point of view. It's like, just, how they see you. Yeah, it's just really weird to her. So that was already, like, her first sign of not liking it. Yeah, this, and then he does this, it again. Yeah, this other one. <laughs> and now she's, like, a, just she's really, like a sex god. She just really hates it because everyone... It, everyone knows it's her. Yeah. Everyone knows it's her. <laughs> And he just talks about all the sex, all the sex, which is so silly that this entire, like, relationship has just been, like, the world knows him as, like, sex. And, like, that's what the last two movies have basically consumed them, Yeah, is sex, instead of, like, the cutesy love that Their it once conversations. Was. Which I feel like all the other movies or the entire movies focus on is that how they connect through their conversations with each other. Yes. But I mean like the first movie being like love and that feeling of like finding new love and connecting and stuff like that. And then the second ones are and the third one is just like, yeah, haha, we have sex. <laughs> like that's all their relationship has to come to because he's written these books where that's all he writes that About, they do. Yeah. yeah. And she hates it. She hates it because people she doesn't even know, like they're at dinner, which is also the first like interaction that they have, like bouncing off oh, yeah, ideas off other people with actual other characters, like with actual names. Yes. And a score. There's, there's, there's an music actual, in it. there's actual music, um, which Nick hates. He hated it. <laughs> the first, the, this first, the first scene when they're sitting at the table with all the other established characters and they're having a conversation. So the, all the movies have the same formula. It's about them two having a conversation, walking back, through the city, back and forth, back and forth, how they connect with each other through those conversations. And so this is the first time you see them connecting with other people and they're all having the same exact, like they all talk exactly the same. There's no other characteristics besides like the one other guy that's there. And he's also very horny. Yeah. Like he just talks about sex. No, I hate too when oh Yorgos's wife is in this the maid from the lobster <laughs> Yorgos Lanthimos the director his wife yes because they're in Greece yes she's a <laughs> she's a Greek actress or she's not Greek but Yorgos is Greek and that's part this is probably okay, what, okay. when they met it's just really exciting because I think that's so cute because she was in his movie anyways. There's a scene, too. They're talking about the books, and the he's talking about his next book that he wants to do about, like, people with all these, like, different types of conditions. Like, one has deja vu, and one, like, doesn't remember anything, and, like, all this, like, like different things. And it's, it sounds like a very cool concept. But his friend is literally like, nah, it sounds boring. Write some more sex. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's a part of it, too, because the, the book, like, this guy is literally only cares about sex. Yeah. He's just a horny guy. He literally has no personality trait besides being horny. Yeah. And <laughs> even at the dinner table. And your oh, and that's what I was talking about. Yorgos's wife, the 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 young girl, because she's just a young girl, like dating the nephew or someone or like the grandson, like the youngest kid there. 
he's not the youngest kid there. But, like, the young kid of the grandpa, of the Jesse's author friend guy, because he's old. Whatever. She's walking into the house in, like, shorts or something like that, and they're just checking her out, like, her butt. Yeah. And I was like, for why do I need this? <laughs> just to show that they're pigs? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Yeah, but. this movie almost lost me. Because, like, in the first movie... Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how these movies were made, and that's part of like the, my first experience with Richard Linklater was Boyhood, and I did not like that movie at all. Um, I I love though that he loves to explore, like time and like growth. Yeah, because Boyhood is shot in real time, also. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. I love that. I so just, I wasn't expecting the movie to just literally be them having a conversation and like talking to each other, um, but I wasn't fully in it on, on the first movie. I was fully into it on the second movie. And then the third movie, I was like over it because <laughs> when they're at, sitting at the dinner, dinner table, they're uh, like none of their conversations mean anything to me because when they're talking to each other, they're like, yeah, I once saw this documentary and, about this kid that and I don't even remember the conversations. I wasn't even fucking listening. <laughs> um, I, I always think of that stupid like thing that they talk about in school where it's like people aren't interested in the conversation unless there's like a ticking time bomb to make it feel like it's urgent, which is what I feel like the other two movies have because you're on this time restraint that you're trying to fit in all this meaningful conversation with someone before they have to go. And this, this just, they're just talking. And I wasn't interested in their conversation because there was nothing to keep me interested because they're, they're married. They're with their married couple friends. And it was just very realistic and boring. Yeah. But the conversation was not realistic. It was just boring. Yeah, because like I, I can believe when two people can connect deeply and have deep conversations. I can believe that to an but extent. An entire six table, <laughs> an entire dinner table. table. Like this I get it. They're all are, smart. They're all writers. We are not strangers. Game where you fucking pull a card and ask people questions. <laughs> they're so intellect. They're so intellectual. They're so brilliant. Everyone at this table is so brilliant. They're having this, these deep conversations. I just don't care. But anyways. <laughs> The movie, this one, this last one is about, so they're actually together, but it's, so it's about their, their relationship and if they're truly in love or maybe they just only love each other in like these little whimsical fantasy times where they get together. Maybe they only like each other in like these small chunks. They have two kids. Oh yeah, they have twin little girls. Mm-hmm. They're so cute in French. She literally just speak, only speak speaks French. to them in French and then just speaks to Jesse in English. Because he's dumb and doesn't know any other languages. He knows French a little bit now. Like he speaks it. Or he speaks Greek. Yeah, he was speaking Greek to the... The airport lady. Airport lady. Because his son came to come visit. Which his son is also not a big part of the movie, but like his past His past life relationship, yeah. His past life big, before... Big part of the movie. Yeah, before he got together with Celine in, in Paris. And he's just super sad because his son's going to be in high school and he's like, I'm missing out on all these prime years of his life. I he's, wish... He's living in Paris with Celine. Mm-hmm. But his son lives with his ex-wife in Texas. No, Chicago. Chicago, not Texas. <laughs> he literally only lived in Texas for the first movie. Yeah. I, then he lived in New York. And then while Celine was pregnant, they said the mom picked up the son and took him to Chicago so that it was like like in Marriage Story. That's what this this movie reminded me a lot of was Marriage Story. Yeah. Which I'm sure Marriage Story took inspiration from since this movie came out first. I mean, Marriage Story also was just Noah Baumbach being an asshole. <laughs> but 
fuck Noah Baumbach. I don't know what it is about him. Maybe it's his last name or the way he looks, but I hate him. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they get they, their writer friends, get them a hotel and it's on a romantic night or whatever. Yeah. And so they're walking to the hotel. So that, that entire scene is them walking, having a conversation about their lives. Uh, and then when they get to the hotel room, that's that's basically the whole movie is them walking to the hotel and then their conversation in the hotel and their ensuing fight there too. No, yeah. Originally, when they were walking to the hotel, I was like, what more can we be told from them talking about them? That it, I was like, it'll feel weird because they already know these things about yeah. each other. And then that's it would be just them too. repeating this story for an an audience or something like that. I was like, what else can they talk about? Like they keep saying these things are like where they keep bringing these things up where they're like, Oh, I went to a movie once or I went and saw this once or I saw a documentary once. I'm like, haven't you people have you've been together for nine years now? You've got two kids. Like, How have you, have you really haven't brought up any of this stuff before, <laughs> which I mean, like partly I'm like, okay, in between like before Vienna, they didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And then they spent nine years without each other. I'm sure there's some, but so I was like canceling myself out. I was like, okay, there's got to be some stuff they haven't mentioned about each other. Like they had a whole other lives outside of them. Uh, but, it's like, like me and you, Yeah. we literally know everything about each other because we're young and we spend our entire days together. Yes. <laughs> but them, they spent like nine year gaps between their lives. But like right now, there was no gap between the second and the third movie. That's what I'm saying. Like they've had nine years to gather this information have two kids gather new information about themselves as parents yeah for them to just go talking about the way they feel like it it took nine years for this to come out in a hotel room yeah it was just very i mean it makes sense people bring up stuff like that all the time like i bring up junk from the past we all do (laughs) but it just felt weird because i was like y'all already don't know this about each other (laughs) So yeah, that's part of why, like, for the movie. That's part of why this one's the weakest one of the three. Um, I think I just attached to it because Selena's just so sad. Yeah, and he's just still an idiot. He's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, they fight. They fight in the hotel room. A majority of it is because he wants to be with his son. He wants to move everyone to Chicago. And Celine said no because she has a new job opportunity. Where she has to stay in Paris. And she's like, you basically want me to be a housewife. Yeah. She just, she's just not about that life. She wants to be a powerful woman. They're just fighting. Yeah, they just, fight. just fight. Lots of, literally lots of grown, it was just third. literally just grown up fighting things about grown up things like kids <laughs> not knowing each other anymore. Not loving the, each other anymore. Yeah. And literally, she just literally tells him like, yeah, I don't love you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> straight up tells him I don't love you anymore. And and, it uh, hurts. That's and then there's a part the where she asks him if uh, <gasps> he slept with some on girl his book tour. on his book tour, and he doesn't. He he, he he's, doesn't answer her. <laughs> he just keeps saying, "No, I love she you." She straight up asks him twice, and he does not answer her at all. Like he just he just avoids the answering it, and he tells her like, "You know, I love you and our little girls." Blah blah blah. He like, doesn't straight up give her you yes you or no. I fucking love me. I asked, did you fuck <laughs> Emily fucking fick for a face? So it is implied that he cheated on her. Yeah, he's a and cheater. He, I mean, he I already mean, cheated on his other ex-wife. He's just a cheater. He's just a cheater. Cheater, cheater. Scum. I knew it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Those dummy American men. So 
So, yeah, I mean, that's the whole movie is them showing that their love is, like, not as strong, which, I mean, is more realistic. Yeah, it's basically just showing, like, yeah, fuck relationships. (laughs) Even if you have this magical love, that it just fades away. Yeah, it's not always going to be 100% fairy tale. Which which is what the ending, like, leaves us off at, where he, like, comes to see her and he's like, I love you, like, I'm trying. This is yeah worth us doing something like together for, and she gives in. It's love is very weird like that. Like love yeah. is just <laughs> is this really? We just lose the cutesy love feeling that we felt within the first two movies at some point, and then you just stick around because you know at one point you felt like that. It just doesn't make sense. It's crazy. Love is crazy. I don't want to be a forty-year-old person. <laughs> That's where it's left off on those that they. They're basically says, gonna try again. Or like yeah, they're gonna just stay keep together. And yeah, this one. Him? No, it's an airplane. Oh. This one <laughs> felt shorter to me than the other one, but maybe it was just because they were fighting. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> Thinking back... That's pretty much it. I, I really liked it just because they fought and she was really sad. And she well, just That was something getting, you mentioned in your review because you... Like, I just love like watching falling... Relationships fall yeah, apart. <laughs> relationships fall apart, which... What did I exactly say? Something, something about... I know in the second review, for the second movie, I brought up 13 going on 30. Yeah. Because... Talking about his other woman. Because no one ever thinks about the other woman. No one ever thinks about her. <laughs> And then they paint her as, like, this evil, manipulative person. Person. Because she wants to just stay happily she married. Wanted, she yeah. wants her man. And she wanted custody of the kid and all that stuff. And, and both Jesse and Selena are like, I hate her, blah, blah, blah. She's an alcoholic. She's, She's being crazy. Mean. She's manipulative. She moved your child away from you. Yeah. I'm like, um, Bitch, you fucking Jesse left. Jesse cheated on you her. You <laughs> literally just did not return home. You said, I'm staying in Paris. Sorry. I'm having sex all week. I found the love of my life that I, I met when I was like 20 so (laughs) sorry I don't actually love you which it just it's crazy but yeah the second movie reminded me very much of 13 going on 30 where like feelings of the past of this other person come back and you're like wow I didn't know I could still feel like that but they still the men always have like another woman still which 13 going on 30 and this movie were completely different because 13 going on 30 Matt, he knows. He says, no, nah, I'm going to pick Wendy. This is, this is, she's who I'm with now. Like, it was fun while it lasted, but you lost your chance when we were 13, baby. And this guy, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to risk it all. I'm not going home <laughs> to it. my wife and my kid. Matt wasn't even married yet. And he still said, no. he made a grown-up decision, decision and said, this I'm gonna marry Wendy because I'm this is my new life. This is how I, I I love her. I don't love her like I love you. There's two different loves, but I know I, I still have feelings for Wendy. And then third one, yeah, I was just like, I love to see things fall apart. <laughs> yeah, it it gets pretty sad. It's especially just, especially the part where she says she doesn't. She doesn't love, love him. him. No, I, I loved the most when they were fighting and she leaves the hotel room. And then she comes back in. <laughs> she does it like three times. And then so she, she leaves, leaves again. And comes back. Like she just comes in, says some stuff, leaves again. And I said, ah, reminds me of somebody. <laughs> I said, maybe I am a little bit like Celine. 
that's the before trilogy. One other thing I wanted to mention too was the, because um, like I said, I, the, my first impression of Richard Linklater was Boyhood, which I didn't like. Um, I may have to revisit that though, because the last time I watched it was when it came out, which was a long time ago. I was pretty young. I wasn't as into movies. I just didn't like it though. I, I, like at the time I thought it was like empty. Like I didn't feel like it was a depiction of my boyhood. <laughs> Um, so I wasn't super excited about this before trilogy because of that movie, but I mean, everyone loves this movie, these, this series, but like each movie was shot in like two weeks. Like it only took him like two weeks. I think the most was like the third one that took the longest to shoot and it was like three weeks or something. They're shot really quickly and they write the script really quickly, but like there's, there's a really long, like one shot sequences where it's like, there are no cuts and it's literally just them walking down the street talking. That was pretty impressive. Didn't you say in the first movie they wrote a lot of their they rewrote a lot of their dialogue? Yeah, Ethan Hawke and uh, Julie. Julie, uh, they rewrote the script like they were a big hand in writing the dialogue and the script and everything. They didn't get writing credit in the first movie, which pissed them off. But then they get a, they got the writing credit for the second and third movie. <laughs> I feel like Richard also didn't assume these movies were going to be as popular as they were. Yeah. So he was just like, eh, just throw the throw that eh, movie doesn't out matter. There. <laughs> These guys don't need writing credit. It's not going to come <laughs> upon anything. And then everyone loved it. Also, I just think Ethan Hawke is kind of ugly. I saw someone else review that yeah. he shouldn't be able to kiss anybody because he just <laughs> looks gross. And I, I noticed that. Like Before I read does, the yeah. review, I was like, I wouldn't want him to kiss me. And he just gets uglier throughout the series. Like in the first movie, he's like, He's a mildly little young, attractive. Little young 90s boy. He looks like a young 90s yeah, boy. Yeah, like he, he's exactly what a girl would be like. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. But then he just, he gets... He grows facial hair. Ugly. <laughs> he's so ugly. Uh, and then Richard... But, and the whole time he was on the screen, I just couldn't stop thinking about First Reformed, where he's <laughs> a fucking like priest or whatever. And that movie was crazy. I read about Richard and making the movie. So apparently he based it off of himself, his own experience. He met a girl in Philadelphia... And Ooh, had like the, a similar experience where they like loved each other, but they never reconnected. And so he wrote the movie or he made the movie in honor of her. And he want, he was hoping like at the premiere or something, it, they, the same thing would happen where like has on his book tour. Oh, but then he found out that the girl died. Oh, my God. <laughs> before the first movie even came out. Um, I can't remember how she died. I don't want to guess, but she died like right before the first movie came out. Which also, so she, Jesse mentions in the second movie that he wrote the book. Hoping to Hoping see that, like, like, she would, would find it and yeah. it would re- bring them back together. And so. she was like, shut the fuck up. Like, she literally <laughs> was like, shut up. <laughs> shut up right now. But I thought that was kind of sad, too, because Richard did it off of his own life. And she didn't even get to see a she little. She didn't even. I mean, if heaven is real, that bitch said, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> when, when you come up here, hit me up. I'm still here, baby. Uh, but I, I feel like I would like that. What? Meeting a stranger and just like having an experience like that. But oh, also I just want to be Lizzie McGuire. Like it felt very <laughs> Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> and that's all I dream of in life. It's just having a fun time in Europe. That's what you're going to do to me one day. No, you're going to go to Europe no, and then gonna I'm going to meet up with you in Europe, go to Europe and we're going to be like, oh my God, do I... Do I know you? Do you want to get off this this train with me? No, no, no. You're going to go to Europe and you're going to meet a stranger and have a whimsical day. And then come back and be like, I don't love you, Nick. Damn, I hate it here. I don't love you, Nick, anymore. 
No, I don't think I could. Do. I don't think I could connect with somebody <laughs> like that and be like, yeah, I think I love this person that I just met. I'm uh, not. I'm not cute and hopeful like Celine is in the first movie. I would hit head over there and be like, all right, I'm getting kidnapped, guys. Sorry. <laughs> tell my tell my parents. Call up Liam Neeson. That's the before trilogy. <laughs> I gave before sunrise four stars. I think I gave them all fours except the last one four and a half. But then I dropped it to four because I realized later that did you really? I didn't like um, the first half of the movie before she said she didn't love him anymore. Like when she said she didn't love him anymore, that's when I was like, "This is my favorite." You gave all of them four and a halfs. Oh, I gave them all four and a halfs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I gave before sunrise four before sunset four and a half and before midnight four still not movies that i'm like in love with i think the only one i'd rewatch is before sunset i feel like they're those type of things where you can come back to it at a later time in life and have a different view on it that's true so like we could rewatch it years from now and be like ah i see where he's coming from Mm -hmm. yeah or she (laughs) because jesse's an idiot but yeah i feel like I, there's another movie that's like that, where like the more you watch it, you learn different things from it. Yeah. Which is maybe bringing up thirteen, going thirty again. Oh my god. But like as a kid, maybe I'll just save all the thirteen going on thirty insight for when we have a thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, episode. maybe you should. <laughs> um, hit me up if you want a thirteen going on thirty episode. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> uh. Thirteen yeah. going on thirty. That's the before trilogy. We liked it. Yes. It's on our it's part of our criterion collection. We purchased Yes, yes, mis- yes. We we went those. out on a whim and just purchased it without ever seeing the movies because it was 50% off at Barnes and Noble. The sale ends next week. Package acquired. All right. Uh now we can do the usual. Uh make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Follow we, us on Spotify. We've noticed a lot of you are Spotify listeners. Yeah, that's our most popular platform right now, Spotify. Thanks. Spotify does look cuter. Their podcast stuff does look cuter. I'm going to say for the fifth time this episode, I think, share the podcast with your friends. <laughs> if anyone is into movies in any way. If you even have friends. If you have, if you, if don't, you don't, that's fine. Twitter. Yeah, just follow us, on twi- follow us on Twitter, Instagram, new, at New Encounter. Uh, newencounter.com. We would be more active on our socials if you guys actually followed us. Do you know how hard it is to talk to ghosts? <laughs> and to post you, the ghosts you just tweet and no no one no interaction <laughs> uh and then like we mentioned before marissa just set up the discord yes so if you want to be a supporter if you want to be a supporter patreon.com slash new encounter i will yeah hit us up on patreon the the lowest tier is two dollars if you just want to do like general support but that still gives you access to but, the discord. yeah you still get access to the discord um the highest tier i believe is 20 yeah there's tiers in between where you get different stuff. Um, just check it out. It's, well, we can I start feel digging like, deep into that patron stuff and that patron content once yeah. we actually have patrons. We we really want to start. I want to start doing that and just do some more behind the scenes stuff. Get some more insight. Want to start chatting on Discord? I've been using Discord a lot thanks to Animal Crossing. <laughs> I found Nick a new villager <laughs> through Discord. <laughs> um, but yeah, the socials. I'll. Even if you don't want to be on our Patreon, even though it'd be really nice if you were. 
Just follow us. I can still drop the link to the Discord, and you can just <laughs> join the we Discord. We don't have to tell anyone until later that you didn't that pay for it. That you didn't pay at all any money. Uh, but most important thing, I think, it's is... It's called the Pea Brain Club. It's so cute. Please. <laughs> to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Don't forget to leave a review. Leave a review wherever you can. Uh, Apple Podcasts is the most important one, though. I keep making noise with these AirPods. Yeah. Uh, follow us on all the social medias at New Encounter. Kind of repeating myself now, but... That's We're, it for this week. It's very just, <laughs> we just important that you dr- follow drill us. Drill it into your brains. I it's paid for so a important. fucking ad <laughs> and like 8,000 people viewed it and only 10 people like clicked on our link. So <laughs> it's very hard promoting things. All right. That's it for this week, guys. Follow us on our personal Twitters too because <laughs> um, I'm very active on Twitter. What well, they can find us on our personals at on we have our personals linked on our new encounter pages too. Yes. If you So it's easy to find. But if you follow me on New Encounter, then I'll be more active on there, I promise. That's it for this week. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm gonna go eat an ice cream sandwich now. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.